Okay, Barack, how did you know? I how knew. did you know? I knew. How do you know? <laughs> because you see certain patterns in life and you, you learn from those patterns. Patterns tell you and inform you as to way, the way things are likely to go. So just because Seth Rich and Vince Foster and Webb Hubble or whoever these people are with a lot of evidence against Bill and Hillary just kind of have these accidents. Right. And, uh, okay, so we're talking about the Epstein death, whether it was suicide or homicide, of course. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his cell uh, two weekends ago. And... Uh, the question becomes, oh, actually, this past weekend. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So no, last, last Saturday. Last week you predicted yes. that something, unfortunately, now I, I know this is the part of you that really wishes you were just a simple slip and fall lawyer <laughs> and you had like a mill of people slipping on lettuce, right. you know, and suing the local supermarkets for settlements. Right. You know? Imagine <laughs> all the money I could make. Right. And, and you know, that. <laughs> And you know that ha- apparently happened in his cell. He yes, had he just a slipped piece and of fell. Lettuce fell off his meal tray. And- That's right. This is a simple slip and fall issue. Yeah, with slip a and- bed sheet around. With the bed sheet around your neck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, look, how did I predict this? Because look, the incentives are too strong, just way too strong. Um, think of it like uh, like anything else in life. Um, a beautiful woman, and she's suddenly available. She's smart, she's pretty, she's funny. Uh, she comes from a good family. In our case, she's Jewish and we're single and all that stuff. Okay, this, this woman is going to be scooped up by a good man, right? We know that. Or it's maybe just, not so much right. a good man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, at some point, um, she will uh, hook up with some good guy, hopefully, and uh, be married to that guy. Okay, it's, you know, that's, that's the way it works. Uh, likewise, in uh, real estate, for example, if there is a really good deal... Uh, in a, a, a property in a really good location, uh, you can bet that uh, people will offer the right price for it, and they will manage to buy the property. It, it, and, and it goes like that, like in a, in a, in a heartbeat. Motivations are very interesting. Um, here you have a situation where Jeffrey Epstein was organizing an orgy island, I mean, literally an island where orgies happen all the time with very young girls. And they, they were procured by his uh, girlfriend, apparently, among others, I'm sure. And so many other famous celebrities and politicians and bigwigs, billionaires and millionaires, were out there. And the, 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 the fact is that here comes Jeffrey Epstein. He was protected all along through the Obama Justice Administration. Don't tell me that they didn't know about it. You and I, in fact, you, Ari, were talking about what was, what was happening on Epstein's Island years ago. Do you remember this? Yeah. And you were saying, this is crazy. What's going on? It's, it's so clear that he's going in and out of this, this island, and, and it, all sorts of rumors are surfacing about all sorts of uh, underage sex going on. And that Bill Clinton is participating in it. This is a, a great way to get, a, get, around, get around the problem. And the, during the entire, entire Obama administration, nothing happened with Epstein. They knew all the information that they, they needed to have, and they just didn't prosecute him. It was only after Trump became president that they now started really digging in deeply. And they got the evidence, naturally, and they arrested him, as we all know. And so now look, 
at what and, and so many things are happening. I mean, it's it's so many people were caught in this web uh, after decades, literally decades of participating in the you know on this island in these sexual forays. With and, children. Right. Because, uh, you know, you use the word girls. Yeah. And girls can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Hey, uh, girls. Underage, underage girls. And, you know, we're talking about adults. Underage girls. We're talking Fine. about young children here. Okay, let's move on. The point is that it's for decades. So this is not like, and it's bad enough, even if it's one time, so don't get me wrong. But it makes it all the worse when it becomes many times. It's, um, people get sloppy. They begin to think like, oh, okay, well, I haven't been caught yet. It must be okay, mm, right? You're talking about static thinking. Yes. Yes. And Or think of it like a, uh, a Ponzi scheme, right? Bernie Madoff. He just kept on doing it, and he just began to believe that what he was doing was okay. Um, only when somebody actually, you know, scratched their head and said, this, is, this looks like it's wrong, suddenly it unraveled, and they all began to realize how you know, horrific this, this Bernie Madoff scheme was. Or like the, my, my best example is what happened in the city of Bell, California, where these local officials were just skimming the equivalent of $700,000 a year from the till from this very small town that didn't, you know, didn't have the money. And they were just doing it time and time again for years and years. And then finally they were caught and many of the employees who were caught said, you know, we never realized it was wrong. And now that I think about it, I guess it was wrong. And, and, they re- and, and, and even they themselves were so surprised. So here, here, here comes the Jeffrey Epstein situation, where Bill Clinton and many others were participating in this. I have no doubt. In my mind, I have no doubt that Bill Clinton participated in these sexual forays with very young girls and uh, among many other very bad guys out there because this is an opportunity. No one was prosecuting Epstein. Epstein assured them that everything was okay. He has this all under wraps. And now put yourself in the shoes of somebody like Bill Clinton or anybody else who participated in this, who's not yet been arrested. What do you do? You're in the shoes of Bill Clinton right now. You know that Jeffrey Epstein is now in jail. He's alive still. And you know that if Jeffrey Epstein wants to commute his sentence in any way, that he's going to have to start fingering these other guys. So you know you're facing very serious child pedophilia, child molestation charges. It's for a certainty, right? Epstein's going to finger you. And you are facing serious pedophilia charges. What's to stop you from saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to off this guy? I mean, it's, it's not as if somebody who has engaged in that kind of pedophilia, that kind of shameful conduct, is going to toe the line at murder and say, oh, look, I, you know, uh, maybe I've done all this terrible stuff, but, uh, you know, murder? No, no, sir. I'm not yeah, gonna, murdering I'm not, a pedophile. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm above that somehow. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's the calculus. Think about the calculus from the point of view of somebody like Clinton or anybody else who may have done this. The calculus is very simple. Kill this guy. Because the worst that can happen is that someone will find out that I'm somehow connected to the killing of this guy. But at least I have a chance of not being caught on that. I will be 100% caught on 
the the uh, conspiracy with the child molestation stuff. If I don't do something to Epstein, Epstein will talk. So that's you ask me how I predict these things. I, I I can predict it because I know about human nature, the need for people to preserve and protect from shame, and from of course the horrors of being in prison. I don't even think it's that they're worried about being in prison. Uh, and, and being killed as a, as a child molester in prison, which is a certain, it's a good fear to have, no doubt about it. But the shame of being associated with child sex is so horrific that they would do anything to clear the, their names of that, including murder. And when you're talking about not just one conspirator, you know, co-conspirator, uh, but multitudes of men and dozens if not hundreds uh, it could have been any of them it could have been anybody or it, it's, it could be like murder on the orient express it, it was all of them right yeah that's uh, or and, a combination of them and, and also it's it's stunning that people like bill and hillary clinton and to a certain extent obama as well and you know all these clowns sandy berger all these ex-government officials still have so much power over the government i was talking with my wife the other day Looking at the irony of this, Trump is president right now, and he still can't get things done in the government. He'll give orders, and they're just ignored. But these people who aren't even in government still hold sway over huge amounts of agencies, you yeah. know, deep state people. Yeah. And, and, and it's so obvious. A few phone calls were made. The warden of this prison is someone who actually sued the Obama Justice Department and, as part of the settlement, was given a promotion to being the warden of the prison. The prison is run by unionistas, so these people are milking massive amounts of overtime in their last five years of employment so they can retire with a maximum pension. So you have these guards asleep, right. you know, right. and, and that's in figure quotes, because you know, asleep might just be their, their nifty excuse. Or, I don't know what happened. I was asleep. Yeah, it was grossly right. negligent. We feel so bad about this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, we're doing jobs happen? Americans just won't do. That's why we're so understaffed, you right. know, whatever. Yeah, we need more money for our, <laughs> our very important penitenti- penitentiaries. All right. Uh, but, but, that, but that's the point, is that, look, n- now let's go to the issue of whether or not he was uh, suicided. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, it's like that expression, you know, I'm going to volunteer you, right? Uh, yeah. So so was he suicided, as it were? And the question is, yes, I know that's not possible. I get it. Um, I'm being colorful in my language. The, the point is that the evidence now is showing that it is more likely than not, and I'm going to use that phrase very accurately from what now is coming out in the news and from the medical corner of the autopsy person, whoever did the autopsy. The autopsy now reveals that it is more likely that he was strangled than he killed, than that he killed himself. It's still possible that he killed himself. Yes. But it's more likely that he was strangled because of the broken bones, the configuration of the broken bones. Uh, and now, and something else that is still yet to come out um, is evidence of bruising. If there's bruising, it means that there was a struggle, right? And you could, a, a, an autopsy report can reveal whether or not there was a struggle. That part is a separate issue, and they're now finding that out. 
Yeah, but also for for a, a prison of this level of profile, yeah. you know, that houses the Khalid Sheikh Mohammeds and the El Chapos, the New York, you know, high value perp. Isn't it a little strange that they just turned off all the security cameras it's crazy. on that particular day? You would think this place would just be riddled with surveillance. Well, you know, you think it would have the kind of surveillance Wilshire Boulevard right down here has, you know? It, that the plan, it, it, it's, like, it's like Ocean's Eleven, right? If you yeah. want her to rob a bank, right, uh, that sophisticated and that level of security, you have to plan months in advance to make sure the security cameras are off, to pay off the security guards, to make sure that, you know, uh, you know the lasers uh, in, in, the, in the thing the are turned off, whatever, the vault, yeah. yeah, and the batteries are, are out or depleted. I mean, so many things have to happen. And in Ocean's Eleven, which is a really fun movie, and all the sequels, of course, you know, you have all this incredible planning ahead of time. You would think that people who, who plan so well ahead of time might otherwise just engage in some lawful enterprise, but that's another story. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gee, this is a lot of work. Maybe we should just start <laughs> a company here. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Invest in real estate development. You, you might make more money. Anyway, the point, but, but this is like Ocean's Eleven type stuff. I mean, you would have to do everything to get rid of you know the security cameras, right? To make sure the guards are asleep, to make sure that he's off suicide watch, uh, to, to make sure that he doesn't have a cellmate, to make sure that he does have the ability to kill himself with a, a regular uh, um, sheet, bed sheet. Yeah. I mean, and to have a bunk bed and everything. I mean, it's just unbelievable all the things that so happened to conspire together such that uh, he could kill himself. Yeah, and they just happened to take him off a suicide watch after a suicide attempt. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> what a surprise! Wow. So you I, know, golly. I, I I just you know it's not that I don't get it. I do get it. I you know it's it's too fishy. Everything about it is very fishy. And when you talk to your lefty friends, right? So you say, "Wow, what do you think about that Epstein death?" Right? That's all you have to say. Epstein death. It's clear that he died. There's no issue about that. And they'll say, and they'll roll the rise like, oh, yeah, I predict a whole bunch of conspiracy theories out of that because, you know, to them, it's all nonsense. Right. Why do they say that? Because the news media told them to. Of course, of the course. The day of the event, the news media immediately, and remember, news yes. media, Democrat Party, same entity. So don't think of them as any different. The news media is already reporting. President Trump retweeted Terrence Williams' conspiracy theory tweet. Questioning his suicide, right? And Jeffrey, I, I listened to all those news news breaks in between, you know, hour and a half breaks on uh, shows like yours, for right. instance, on weekends, ten a.m. to eleven Pacific <laughs> time, a.m. eight seventy Carol A. The answer, um, and uh, every one of them started up. Jeffrey Epstein died. Certain conservatives are saying conspiracies about it. Right, those black conservatives. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing when when Trump said that he uh, the the Obama administration had spied on his campaign, right? right. And how outrageous it was. And and I remember many of my lefty friends saying, "Wow, Trump has really lost it. Woo! You know what a crazy guy. You know we've got a nut in the White House. You know other than the fact that he was right. You and know. the New York <laughs> Times had reported it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Hold so, on, I got to open a soda. There it's open. There you go. Okay, a I'm soda. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, soda. Not not the beer that it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it is a soda, folks. He's he would never work under the influence. I drank the beer before I drove here. <laughs> oh, thank God, you, you drove it off. All right, no, that's that's not a good message. No, never drink and drive. Plain and simple, it's, it could not be more dangerous. 
All right. So the uh, the Democrats are accusing the Russian uh, the, the the conservatives of this conspiracy theory. Here's the funny thing: these are the same people that proclaimed that Russia conspired with the uh, sorry like, that uh, Trump conspired with the Russians. And, yeah. And it had a two-year oh investigation God, yeah. with no evidence whatsoever. But that conspiracy was a reasonable one to pursue. Never mind that there was it came up with a big fat donut. But this one, where uh, where Trump is suggesting, and, and you and I are suggesting, that there is something really nefarious here. And it's, it's worth a very detailed investigation into, into what happened here. At the very least, that itself is not absurd. Calling for an investigation makes total sense in this circumstance. It may be that at the end of the day, they find out that this is a confluence of you know, cluster Fs such that it, it, it led to a moment where Epstein had an opportunity to kill himself, and it killed himself, and shame on the MCC uh, in New York for allowing this all to happen. What a disaster. You know, a little bit like the mousetrap situation, right, where everything, you know— Just lines up. <laughs> everything lines up. Perfect Goldberg yeah. machine, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it, 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 you're so but, right about but, the But Russian at the very house. least, it's, 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 a, it's a legitimate investigation. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it's so Orwellian how they float these hoaxes to us. Yeah. Trump, Russia, global warming— Obama was scandal-free. Right. Uh, Joe Biden speaks English. You know, any of the above, <laughs> right? Oh Beto speaks English, yeah, yeah. you know, any of the above. And then a totally reasonable thing. Hey, you know, uh, Obama's using the IRS to spy on and uh, shut down conservatives. Conspiracy! Uh, Trump's being spied on. You know, the NSA, CIA is doing all this interference in the election right. at the behest of the Democrats. Conspiracy! Right. Uh, global warming's fake. How dare you like know, Hillary Clinton destroys the email server, and there's nothing wrong with that. It, it could happen to anyone. I, you know, I, I just destroyed my email server the other day, you know, for fun. Go we good. all do it, don't, don't you? you? Did. Yeah, <laughs> that way you can bill the clients more billable hours trying to reconstruct their data, right? It's a standard lawyer trick. That's just you pass the bar. Now I get it. <laughs> oh, that is very, very funny. Yeah, it, well, I look, I, I, I think that this, you know, that the fact that we're talking about that. I mean, it, it's very clear to me. To me, I would say not beyond a reasonable doubt yet, but more likely than not, yes. That's, there's, there are essentially three different standards that you see in court. There is the more likely than not standard. What does that mean? It means that you feel, let's say, 51% confident that somebody breached the contract, let's say, or was negligent. And that's in civil court. In civil court or engaged standard. in fraud, the civil fraud. Uh, that's all you need. It, the jury believes more likely in, in you just by 1%, even by 0.1%, than the other guy. And then you've proved your case. That's it. More likely than not. Okay, it's very simple. So imagine a, a balance thing, and it just slightly tips um, in one direction. Boom, that person wins. The clear and convincing standard is a standard that is more rarely used. Clear and convincing, think of it like I gotta be, it's got to be more likely than it's got to be more than more likely than not, meaning that yeah, 51% is something, but I, I need more confidence. 
Okay. Kind of like what YouTube is doing to say uh, conservative uh, uh, video publishers, right? right? That's it, more likely than yeah, it has, not. It has That's to go, clear and convincing. It has to pass a smell test <laughs> right? as well as you know, more likely than not. So think of it like you have to feel, I don't know, 75% confident. Instead of 51% confident, 75%. Yeah, so yeah. in, in right, YouTube's just, case, they're, they seem to always censor conservative content, but the jihadists just, hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the point is... Um, now, in the criminal context, the standard is always the same, which is beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, beyond a reasonable doubt is much higher than even clear and convincing. And that gives you the sense. I mean, you know, put a number in your own head, a percentage in your own head. To me, I'd say beyond a reasonable doubt is like 95, 96%. I, f I need to feel 95, 96% that this guy committed the robbery, this guy you know, assaulted this person, this guy killed somebody, whatever it might be. This guy even jaywalked. I mean, that is beyond reasonable doubt is the standard for jaywalking. And um, you have to feel that way. So right now, I don't think that there is beyond a reasonable doubt standard met in the Epstein manner. I personally feel that, that he was killed. I, I, and I think right now the evidence is more likely than not that he was killed. So it's more like the civil law standard that has been met. Um, now, the question is, let's say, I mean, you know, Epstein is dead. There's, you can't convict a dead person. So there's no investigation into him anymore other than how it might help, you know, pursue other people. Um, this is going to be fascinating because the, the beyond reasonable doubt standard will apply to everyone else. And we need to establish, beyond a reasonable doubt, that these people were there and that they actually participated. Epstein being dead um, changes the equation. Anybody who thinks that somehow his death has no relevance to whether or not uh, they're in trouble with the law, these, these other people are in trouble with the law, they're wrong. It, it, did, it did change the equation. Because Epstein was necessary to confirm that, let's say, Bill Clinton was there. Let's say Alan Dershowitz. I mean, I, I don't necessarily believe Alan Dershowitz participated. Yeah, Dershowitz didn't. They, he's already proven that. Yeah, Trump didn't. He yeah. already has proven that. It's right. all Democrats. And I'm not saying that because of my own political biases. It's just the truth. Well, Epstein was and, a Democrat. He's a, thing, very, he's a very staunch politically yeah. advocating Democrat. Go ahead. Right. And also, just from our values, I, it's really, really, really common that you hear about the sexual bizarreness of Democrats. And really, really, and when I say bizarreness, I mean into the criminal realm of you sexual. Could, you mean Republicans? No, it's, uh, it's rare, it's to rare that Republicans get into crim, criminal levels of sexual right. bizarreness. Right. Uh, you know, we all have our kink. You know, I like right. blondes, you like this, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, but, you know. You, every, but what you do hear are people who are, you know, engaged in adultery. Okay, this pastor, who was a famous pastor. Yeah, from time to time. From time to time. Yeah. He, he was weak. He engaged in sin. He admits it. Uh, and and it's, it's unfortunate. And there was a guy who was in an airport, you know, engaging in some sort of gay uh, tryst. Yeah, Larry, Larry Craig or whatever. Yeah, the, the stomper it. with the wide stance. Right. You know, I love yeah. that wide stance thing. But it's really, really, really rare that it involves children. Right. With Democrats, it's been children left and right yeah. in the last few years you're hearing about this. And um, there's flight logs. And, oh, this is what I wanted to say about it. A couple years ago, when it came to child molestation, I heard that they changed the standards in some states and maybe federally that if you believe the woman, 
beyond a reasonable doubt. That's enough. And there are victims left and right, both suing the Epstein estate and his associates and filing criminal cases. And they have a lot of evidence. Flight logs, you right. know, <laughs> this, right. that, the other. Even I think there's some DNA around, floating wow. around. So, wow. you know, we already found a, a droplet of something Bill Clinton left on a certain blue dress years ago after he assured us with wagging fingers that this, that, and the other didn't happen. Right. So Clinton is not the right kind of guy to deny this stuff. And also, let's not forget Anthony Weiner. Another Clinton associate who had a, let's just say, a taste for the young. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did some time for it. So, you know, there's a ton of evidence floating out there about the Clintons being involved in this directly. Right. Yeah. And and now, you know, their associate, Sandy Berger, Mr. Sox Smuggler from, you know, the uh, the Defense Department. Yeah. You know, he was there. Ehud Barak, you know, Prince Andrew. Oh, uh, the, the royal family categorically denies anything. No, no, they it's, were all it's, there. It's going to be Don't awful. Don't go there if you're not into this. It's going to be awful. I mean, I mean, just imagine the standard. Okay, you and I have our taste in uh, women clearly eighteen and older. Okay, that's my standard. Right? I, I personally like uh, looking at uh, Fox News anchors. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're beautiful. Right, wonderful. But, but, but by and large, you know, thirty plus. You know? Yeah, but but fine. Uh-huh. But they're at least eighteen. Right? Oh yeah, for with sure. with a, a, a verified real ID driver's license as <laughs> verification. Okay, I don't take chances here. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we've been invited to a party in the Hollywood Hills. And some celebrity friend said, hey, come here, right? And we go. The second I see one underage person there who's not the children of the host, right. who are just coming out of their bedroom to get a glass of milk to go back in, right? and they're participating with the adults in God knows what, I am out of there. Right. And I'm calling the cops. Right. Right. No, it's, it's, That's it's, the standard of bizarre. normal conduct. Here's the thing. Look, it goes to the, the nature of human nature. I want to say two things. One is, what happens when you create an environment that is, A, a godless environment, okay, where there is no God in your world, okay? <laughs> and then you combine that with the fact that no one's enforcing the laws, whether that's you know financial improprieties like Bernie Madoff or sexual improprieties like what we saw with Epstein. What happens? It's a, it's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? And people who, who feel like they don't have to account for anything, something bizarre happens. They not only engage in this very wrongful conduct, very wrongful, but then they begin to believe that it's not even wrong in the first place. Yeah. Like like the city bill, like we talked about, right. like Bernie Madoff, like so many of these yeah. other long-standing, you know, long-enduring conspiracies and uh, frauds that go on and on and on, and then they're caught, and then they're like, I guess, I guess I can see it your way that yeah, maybe that was wrong. I, I guess I was wrong, and and they only because somebody catches them. That's what happens when you live in a godless world that is also reinforced by no one enforcing the laws about this. And that's exactly what happened in the Epstein case. Exactly. And you had this whirlwind of, of uh, highly, uh, you know, high, high-level politicians in the Democrat Party 
as well as millionaires and billionaires who all thought very highly of themselves, who thought that they were entitled because of their money, because of their power, to these young girls. You know, the rules may apply to these, these other schmucks, but not to me. And these young girls, well, you know, uh, it's cool because, first of all, we're on an island. It's not really America. Right. This is this is the way they're thinking. Yeah, and we're sugar dadding them. We buy we yes. bought them this, that, the other, and they like it. You know, it's cool. They, they seem to be smiling. Everyone seems to be happy. What's wrong with all this? It's it's a technical law in the books that doesn't really matter. It's right. so antiquated. Right. No, homosexuality was uh, criminal until we finally discovered an orientation. Well, why isn't this just an orientation? The same thing. Like, or, or like adultery. Like in, in France and Europe, you know, everyone has a mistress. All the men have mistresses, especially the high power people. In fact, it's a, it's a reflection of your wealth and power if you have a mistress, right? Yeah. O- only the schmucks, you know, have to stay with their wives and can't afford a mistress, you know, so... Here I, you know, here I am. I'm having a fun time, and and it's been going on for decades. And obviously, if he hasn't been caught this, you know, this far along, then it can't be wrong. This is the mindset of people who rationalize their criminal behavior. It's it's very bizarre. So Epstein is is a pathological criminal, uh, and or he was, and uh, I'm glad he's dead. On the other hand, I I I feel like death was too good for him. Um, well, we were hoping he would tell his tale before, yes, of course, expiring. Yes, before. Yeah, and and it it it's. I think it's very important to also point out the Nixium scandal. Again, remember that that cult involving the the Seagram's heiresses and those yeah. actresses connected very closely to Kirsten Gillibrand and Hillary Clinton. Another pedophilia ring. This one as a uh, domestically based and Mexico based sex cult. Right. Right. This is one where the guy got convicted a few weeks ago. But, you know, once is a uh, aberration. Twice, you get into um, pattern yes. level. And then we know a lot of the Me Too movement hysteria here in Hollywood has been ginned up to cover up a lot of the pedophilia that was really going on in Hollywood. Right. So you've got this, this you know, almost satanic type of activity yeah and um it's it's completely interwined with the innermost and highest operating levels of the democrat party and the entertainment media complex both news and uh entertainment and okay so it's, so it's disgusting yeah so let's you know that's, that's a good platform from which to jump to analyzing or, or seeing the comparison between what happened with epstein and all the other shenanigans that democrats have pulled it is a mindset that uh, we can do whatever it takes and whatever is necessary, and for that matter, whatever pleases us, uh, even though it, we know that it, it's illegal, or we should know that it's illegal. Uh, and uh, those, those laws are for the other schmucks out yeah. there. Okay, good for me, but not for you, sort of thing. And so Epstein, like, like we said, you know, engaged in this rampant behavior, and his cohorts did so as well. They joined it with, in his... Uh, uh, highly disgusting behavior. But isn't this the same mindset that said, let's squash any investigation into Hillary Clinton? Isn't that exactly yeah, the same thing? It is. Isn't it the si- same mindset that said, we can target conservative groups using the IRS as a weapon to do so? Right? Isn't it the same mindset that said, we can cover up the Benghazi killings? 
Oh, just uh, thinking of that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and everyone will believe us. Isn't it the same mindset uh, time and time again as to how things are just covered up right, right. and left? It exploded this week when both Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren claimed Michael Brown was murdered. They yes. used the M word for him. Right. Murdered yeah. by a cop who just went out for a murder. Right. Right. They, they, they know, you know otherwise, yeah. and they still want to kind of parlay that out there. Yeah, the same mindset where uh, Trayvon Martin is uh, killed by a guy defending himself against Trayvon Martin, and then they unleash every amount of law enforcement prosecutorial uh, power on this poor Zimmerman guy, who may or may not have been a decent person. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But he's clearly the victim here. And then the media piles on, and then people tweet out his home address— and then the media calls him a white guy, and then Obama chimes in and blames the cops and racism. I mean, it, it's a gigantic hoax, and this poor guy's a victim. And then he faces, after defending himself, he faces life in jail or even the death penalty for murder. Right. I know. It, it, it's, it's a mindset, though, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's what I want to get yeah. at. Oh, and, because, and then, of course, Antifa. Right. Antifa, oh, Antifa, yeah, good Antifa. point. Antifa. Right. They, they ignore everything. That Antifa is doing, and they profess to focus entirely on a group of white nationalists who probably number no more than 200 people in the entire country. Okay, uh, but no doubt that they exist, and uh, but they're, they're a meaningless number. They'll always, even if there were two people, they would still say, "Oh my gosh, white nationalists are out there," and they want, and, and they re, they would be right. There's two white nationalists who are whittling uh, their knives, you know, in, in the wood sticks and imagining a world where uh, whites control America again and somehow get rid of all blacks and all Hispanics and so on and all them Jews. And, um, and, and that could be the news because all you need is two to say, I've got white nationalists. Yeah, we've got two white nationalists meth-dealing whittlers, right. you know. Yeah. And also, I mean, I think about uh, a guy who I really like, uh, Gavin McInnes, who remember the show Red Eye on Fox years yes, ago? Sure. He used to be on that all the time, and he's so funny and so talented. So he forms this group called the Proud Boys, which is just like a social group of, of Trump supporters. Right. In any social group, sometimes you get a couple jerks, and there were a couple jerky Proud Boys. But now you read the news about the Proud Boys, and mainstream media calls them a white nationalist group. Gavin McGinnis has basically been banned off of social media as if he's a Nazi. He, he His family is harassed. He's basically not allowed to eat at restaurants, go anywhere, have a, uh, an online footprint, earn money, complete banishment. And whenever you see his name in the news, he's basically equi equated with like um, Randy Weaver or one of those, you know, Nazis leading the uh, the. Um, uh, Muskogee Mar. What was that in um, Skokie, Illinois? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that kind of guy. Right. And he's a comedian. Right. You know. It's, okay. Yeah, so, so. I, but, I mean, but again, the standard that we can do anything we want to this person, who, in in the case of like a McInnes, is pretty much completely innocent. But people who actually burn down cities like Black Lives Matter in the wake of Michael Brown, who wasn't murdered again, right. and Trayvon Martin, or Antifa, the, the way they shut down freeways, beat up people, throw eggs at people. Right. Or, or, the, or the Charlottesville narrative, right? The whole, right. Uh, you know, the, the very fine people comment, uh, as if somehow uh, Trump was saying that there were very fine people among the Nazis or the white supremacists. Or the Antifa. Or, or the Antifa, He's yeah, remember, for that matter. His quote was, and this is an important point, he said very good people on both sides. I know, I know. So I know. I, I know, and I don't want to drill Nazis down on that. Or I don't want to drill down on that, Ari. I, I keep on tapping his knee. I got to tell you, it's. I thought you it's, were sexually harassing me. Well, that too. But anyway, 
uh, the, the, see, now I'm, now I'm derailed a little bit. I, I, you know, the, the point is that they just say this narrative that somehow he's, he's said this. Never mind that the speech itself said nothing of the sort. There's no contextual possibility that you can say that he was saying very fine people. You have to stretch, you know, and, and uh, do such bizarre logical contortions in order to get to that point. Never mind the fact that he has Jewish kids and Jewish grandchildren. Uh, never mind that he has done nothing whatsoever to support white supremacists. Never mind that he's denounced them altogether. Uh, n- never mind, there's nothing you could point to to say that he somehow has encouraged uh, white nationalism of any kind. That's somehow he said that. All right. So because there's no standard in the in the New York Times or for that matter, any of, of the left media and uh, anything goes. Yeah. So, no shame, no accountability, no God. Have at. Well, there you go. Destroy anyone. And, and hence we have Epstein. Epstein yeah. is. Is, and that's why, you know, we rarely talk about just one incident, except to the extent that it is emblematic of a much larger picture. And here we have a much larger emblematic picture going on. Epstein is, is a microcosm, a very big one, by the way, of the good for me but not for you attitude that the, the, the power elites among the Democrats espouse. Yeah. If you are a Democrat— and especially a powerful Democrat, you can get away with, with anything, anything at all. And you can avoid uh, unpleasant news, and that's okay. A good example of that, and I don't want to drill down on it, Ari, uh, is the distinction between the Dayton uh, mass shooter and the El Paso mass shooter. They were like a day apart from each other. The El Paso shooter, uh, th- there appeared to be some suggestion that he was a Trump supporter, and so the, the Democrats went all in on that. You see his rhetoric caused this stuff. But, of course, the Dayton killer was far more, there's far more evidence of his socialist bona fides, his support for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and so on, all these things. I mean, he was much more all in uh, on the liberal cause than the El Paso shooter was in on the Trump cause. And uh, they were silent on that. And this is the kind of stuff that they're okay with. Yeah, they find a narrative thread, yeah. and they pull on that particular thread to the exclusion of all other yeah. truth. But isn't Epstein, and this is where I guess we— I'm, I would call him a macrocosm, actually, not okay. a microcosm. Yeah, is, very, I, I, said, is, I said a very big microcosm, yeah. but that's fine, yeah, a macrocosm. But, but the point is, you're absolutely right. He's, he's the reflection of everything about the Democrat Party and, and its media uh, complex. Right. Everything exactly yeah, right. The demo, you remember that old, um, you know, would, would Oliver Stone call that in the movie JFK, the military industrial complex? Andrew Breitbart called this the Democrat media complex, and it is. It's one blob, one right. Borg. They have, they have discovered the, that they have the power to do this. Yeah, and they would not have killed this guy or allowed his little accident, Assange, <laughs> you know, surveillance cameras, if he didn't hold a string that if pulled would have brought the entire thing down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, look, I mean, why does the media do all this stuff uh, to showcase uh, Trump in the most negative light possible? Why does it uh, refuse to um, adhere to the truth or tell the whole truth for that matter. Why? Because it can. Because people swallow it. Because they believe it. It's, it's Pravda in America. Yeah, as and because and, they're and, controlled by foreigners, I would say, too. Okay, let's, I, I don't want to get there. Why do they do it? Because they can. 
I want to reiterate that. And, and people are more than willing to subscribe to the New York Times, to subscribe to the Washington Post and, and uh, MSNBC and otherwise. Why? Because they, the, the deal is this. The subscribers want to hear what they want to hear. Oh, good point. Yes. Right? New York Times, you will deliver the news that I want to hear. And if you don't, I will unsubscribe from you. I will be very upset one way or the other. For example, what happened with the New York Times when they were reporting Trump's comments following the Dayton shootings and the El Paso shootings. Oh, yeah, when they changed the headline, right? They changed the headline, and and the headline was originally something to the effect of Trump says um, it focuses on unity and not hate, something like that. Oh, I remember the headline now. It was it was Trump calls for unity, right. which he literally did. Whether he's a unifier, calls for unity, calls not for unity. Yeah, and and not hate or whatever. Was yeah. It? yeah. Uh, and and that was enough to cause the subscribers to go into a tizzy. The, the New York Times was actually correct in its summary of what Trump had said. Yeah, he and then in, in a you know sudden fit of of uh, you know realization and uh, epiphanies, they decided to change the the title because you know it had nothing to do with all the the, the uproar from its own subscri- subscribers. So the deal is this: you need to tell me what I need to hear. What I want to hear. And what I want to hear, yeah. you're absolutely right, what I want to hear. It's a little bit like uh, going to the doctor and, uh, you know, <laughs> saying, uh, saying uh, I, I want to hear that I don't have cancer. Right. I want you to tell me what good health I'm in. Okay. That's right. You are in good health. Yeah. Or what sometimes clients come to me, a potential client comes to me and he, he presents a case and they want to hear that I have a, fan, that they have a fantastic case, right. slam dunk case, which I've never said. I've never said you have a slam dunk case. Right, but it's it's just the funniest thing. Yeah, but that's what I'm paying you for. Yeah, I want I'm paying I'm you paying to you. tell me I that. I pay to make this I happen. I paid for this consultation. You're here to tell me what a slam dunk case. Yeah, they, they, remember the movie Team America: World Police. Yes, and I'm not going to reference any of the bad language right. or or the great songs. But one of the most important movies of our time. The most important movie of yeah. our time yes. before the new Tarantino movie. But there's <laughs> this great scene where the hero is about to face certain death in his mission. And his love interest says, Gary, promise me you won't die. And he goes, okay, I won't die. <laughs> oh, thank you, Gary. And then she kisses him. You know what I mean? That's what he, tell me I'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah, tell right. me what I want to hear. Trump bad. Right. Okay, I'll subscribe. They, they will only hear. I mean, it's so funny. Like so many of my lefty friends <laughs> accuse me of um, selective um, uh, journalism or selective uh, Absor- absorbing of a journalism. Like, I'll, I'll only want to hear Fox News. I'll only want to hear the Wall Street Journal. I, you know, I, I only, I only. First of all, it's not true. I do, I do hear a lot uh, from others. I, I, I rolled my eyes so much. It, it feels like, I mean, how many times do I want to read Pravda, right? I don't want to hear lies. Yes. Right? I want to hear truth. And, and the New York Times is always lying. And, and MSNBC is always lying. Yeah, it's they, nonsense. It gives you a headache. It, it, it gives yeah. you a headache. So, yes, I'll, I'll turn it on. And sometimes I, I'm, I'm watching it passively because I'm in the gym or something and it's on. But, uh, you know, don't tell me that I'm, I'm, the only, I'm only watching my own stuff and I'm hearing things selectively. Uh, I happen to be right. I mean, uh, you know, we, we said everything. We predicted all these things. And Fox News has been incredibly right on all these different things and msnbc has been incredibly wrong on 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 virtually every one of the predictions yeah just take the russia hoax in the vacuum as well yes issue. it's a great Trump example reporting on handy and tucker every night absolutely came true 
Maddow, Chris Matthews, uh, you know, the guy with glasses, I and mean, the other girl with glasses, and all yeah. of them glasses, CNN, completely wrong. Oh, Completely. Oh, like, the opposite of right. And we're supposed to keep watching it. And the other thing, liberals, this is just so funny about the dynamic. Liberals assume that they know what our news is watching their news sources. Right. And they assume that because we watch and listen to our news sources, we have no idea what their news is. Right. When their news, we marinate it. There's no way not to get their news. Right. We don't have to turn on CNN or MSNBC or open the New York Times to see their narratives because it's everywhere at all times anyway. Everyone we know talks about it. Everyone, everywhere we go, it's out right on the street. Our narratives, our news, our uh, our news sources, you actually have to dig for them. That's right. Not because they're inaccurate or bad or, or conspiratorial or nefarious. It's because you actually have to go and read the Wall Street Journal right. or Human Events or the Claremont Institute, uh, you know, Claremont Report or Breitbart or Gateway Pundit. You actually have to go there. You actually have to turn on Rush Limbaugh to hear Rush Limbaugh because Rush Limbaugh in the culture is only people telling you what he said, not telling you, not listen, giving you his voice, hearing right. what he said. That's right. You know, they'll, they'll report over and over again, Rush Limbaugh said, and then they'll totally misconstrue him. But well, of course. When but, we but, listen to Rush Limbaugh, he doesn't misconstrue Maddow. He actually plays what she says. We can hear it. Here's the thing. When, if, if Rush Limbaugh were consistently wrong in his predictions... If Dennis Prager, or myself for that matter, were consistently wrong in our predictions, you could bet, and, and they'd be right, that the liberal news media would point it out, right? They would say, look, and here's, here's where Rush Limbaugh said X. Here's where Dennis Prager said Y. And, and did it turn out that way? Absolutely not. They could not have been more dead wrong. And, and they would have a montage to that effect, right? And they never do. They can't. Because so often, Rush Limbaugh's right. He's, he's, and, and so am I, and so is Dennis. And so, so are so many of the conservative pundits, including uh, Tucker Carlson and so on, and, Rush, and um, Sean Hannity. Because it, it, so it's, it's not just that they're accurate. It's the fact that, what I, and what I love about Fox News is they deliver the news not just that I want to hear. They deliver the news as it is. And the news as it is is the following. The economy is fantastic. Trump is a great leader. Trump says things in a very brash way. That's true. Sometimes I, I grimace in the way he says it. You don't. I get it. That, let's not go there. But it's, it's the unvarnished truth. That's the point. And the unvarnished truth happens to be very conservative. And it also shows the craziness of the left. Like you just pointed out with Elizabeth Warren and, and uh, Kamala Harris talking, uh, reviving the whole Michael Brown false narrative that he was murdered by a racist white cop, notwithstanding that a grand jury found completely the opposite. And the Obama Justice Department found the opposite. Even the Justice Department. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so, so look, at the end of the day, um, the, the liberals hear the news that they want to hear. They pay for the news that they want to hear. And if the New York Times or the liberal news media does not deliver the news that the lefties want to hear, uh, terrible things happen. No, it's like the Elvis. It's like the Elvis thing yeah. where, uh, you know, he um, picks up a gun, shoots the TV, and then turns to his assistant and says, get me a TV with something good on it. 
Yeah. Right, yeah, rather than right. change, they just shoot the whole TV, right? <laughs> exactly. I like that. That's a you know, so and I think that exposes something very interesting, which is it shows you that the New York <laughs> Times, as an example, is incapable of ever going through a reformation because those who consume it will not allow it. Right, that's so right. You know, You're so right. Yeah, exactly right. They will not allow it, and uh, and that's what's happening with the Epstein story. You know, we talk about how all these uh, other co-conspirators with Epstein must be extremely nervous at this point, and I, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think that equally nervous are all the news media outlets, the liberal news media outlets, such as MSNBC and such, because it's going to look so ugly. They, they cannot possibly dance around this issue. They, 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 the horror of the Epstein Island, the Orgy Island, is so paramount that they cannot get around it. They can't pretend it away, right? <laughs> right. Uh, can't, they certainly can't ignore it. And they are going to face a, a tsunami of information that's coming out that will reveal that their darling Democrat uh, friends are somehow uh, in the mix with this, this horrible man named Epstein. And, and they try to, to avoid this, you know, try to get ahead of it, as they always try to, by, by projecting and saying that, well, Trump is, you know, he was probably with them. Ha ha. Ha ha. Prove that you weren't, sir. Yeah, this is Trump. Trump killed him. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Never mind that's that. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. Ha ha. Trump, Trump, the very one who said there's a conspiracy here. Yeah. So, so in other words, it's like, I don't know, like uh, Charles Manson saying, wow, I think... I think somebody killed these people, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right. Why, why would he do that, right? Oh. You know, so it's an, it's an absurdity. Oh, my God. You would think he would run away from that. He would say something to the effect of, you know, well, Epstein killed himself and good. You know, death, you know, is too good for this person, but I'm glad he's off the face of this earth. And let's move on to business now. You know, and that's that. That's what you would think if he had the slightest concern that he might be caught up in this in this uh, conspiracy. Right, this, but uh, he's scandal. not going to retweet the suspicion. Of course, tweets, I mean it's absurd. You know, whatever. It's not the way they do this, but that that will that will last a, a, a microsecond, and then of course the real evidence will come out, and uh, God willing. Trump gets reelected so that this investigation continues. Yeah, and we, also we hope that the other people who are going to be prosecuted start squealing like that Maxwell girl. Yes. Who, by the way, was at Bill Clinton's uh, daughter's wedding in the front row. Right. Right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to, that just crossed my mind yeah. is their standards. Uh, I, you're some, well, what standards? What standards, exactly? Well, um, I'm going to go in the way back machine to Kamala Harris <laughs> right. and Cory Booker. Right. Uh, since they're both running for president here. <laughs> um, whatever happened to the um, Kavanaugh hearings, believe all women? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, no. When these girls are coming forward who are now women saying, you know, in 2001, 2003, 2005, yeah, I'm picking on numbers just for whatever, this happened to me, and Bill Clinton was there, and Jeffrey was there, and it was on this island in that weird temple. Don't they have to be believed? Here's your mistake here, Ari. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. You are expecting consistency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> among the, the liberal word. party. The C word. It's, it's it's just it's it's so palpable. It's so bizarre. And you have to. You just, all you need is a list of all these bizarre things. Like going back to Kavanaugh, since you raised it. 
where are all the impeachment hearings against Kavanaugh, right? Yeah. Where is Christine Ford? Yeah, where are all the lawsuits? Yeah, where, where are all, all the victims? Yeah, where, where is the autobiography or, or, or the biography of her and her brave story? <laughs> right, you the know, book what, deal, her courage. Uh, yeah. Why isn't she running for office? Yes, oh, exactly Just right. Just wondering. Uh, it, it's, it's such a charade. And anyone looking at this would say this doesn't doesn't add up. But they just go on to the next scandal, the next concoction that they threw out there, whether it's the fi- the very fine people, whether it's uh, Trump uh, was somehow involved in the uh, in the Epstein fiasco, or uh, th- that he in- engaged in collusion, or that he obstructed in the investigation the collusion. By the way, you don't hear anything about the obstruction anymore. Hmm. I wonder why. I, I wonder why. Yeah, I just I wonder, wonder why. why. Anyway, so wrapping this up, so you see this as a pattern. Right, the Epstein, as you say, it's a macrocosm. It's, I can say it's a large microcosm of the way that the lefties think. This is that they can. It's the good for me, but but not for you approach. I, I can get away with whatever because I'm a Democrat. Yeah, global warming is a problem. Let me take my private jet to a conference. Uh, it, it, it's so absurd. I mean, and and nobody ever, you know, like scratches their head. Like, gosh. It, Mr. Gore, if you think that, that there's, this is really happening, you think this is really consistent with your, the behavior you're asking for every, everyone else to do? And then they, then they throw out this, this global warming crisis, right? This, this horror that's about to befall us without any numbers at all. Like, when is this going to happen? How much is it going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah, in what way is it going to happen? What's our uh, percentage involvement? And can we do anything about it uh, to reverse it? Uh, and even if we could do anything about it to reverse it, how, we, how are we going to get India and China and these other massive uh, carbon-emitting uh, countries to, to come on board? I mean, they, they have no answers to these basic questions. Yeah, as much as they may believe it themselves, right. they did do not present it. That never – I mean, the numbers are all over the freaking place. And then, and then they say – and all of you ask them is one question. In order for – the global warming, we'll call it climate change because that's, that's their language. Another, for this climate change thing to be accurate, would it be fair to say that everyone involved in the science of, involved of, of you know, fighting climate change, everyone, every one of them must be an honest broker, right? No one is uh, putting the finger on the scale in any way whatsoever. Yeah, or, or profiting. Or profiting, yeah. yeah. No one's got a, you know, what do they call that skin in the game on this yeah. one. No one wants the, no one wants to be, you know, that everyone is willing to just let the chips fall where they may. If it shows that there's no global warming, well, then so be it. No, okay. So I mean, look, how many people are out there? Thousands, right? Come on, tell me. Even if you have one person who's tilting the scales or putting the finger on the scales, uh, the whole thing is a fraud. Okay, and and again, we still don't know. By what? I mean, if I went to court and I said, uh, Your Honor, this man, John Smith, he defrauded my client uh, out of money, a lot of money, <laughs> right? And, and the judge says, okay, uh, can you show me the evidence of how much? Yeah, what do they call that? Do you have a receipt? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I would say, we don't know. We don't know. It could be $100. It could be $100 million. But it's, uh, it's, there's it's fraud here. It's a lot. Let me just tell you. Your it's right. in the lot range. Right. Well, when did this happen, sir? I don't know. I don't know. It happened. That's right. Uh, is there any, uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the percentage of responsibility of your client uh, doing this? Uh, you know, well, I, I don't know. I can't say. I don't know. Everything's I don't know. But 
we must take action right now. Anyway, I don't want to drill down on climate change, but the, the point is the Epstein thing. It's it's a microcosm, a, a, you know, macrocosm according to you. Of, of it's the, a big matzo ball. It's a big matzo ball. It's just the way. It's emblematic of the way the Democrat Party and the liberal news media think. It's good for me, not for you. This is Brock Lurie, signing off and saying thanks a lot for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.